You are listening to the Marriage Mastery Podcast with Greg Reynolds and Phil Burnett. In this podcast, we focus on understanding and solving marriage's biggest challenges, as well as understanding and recovering from addictions. We're glad you're here and hope you find hope and healing from what we have to share. If you enjoy the podcast, please subscribe so that you'll be notified as future episodes become available. Welcome to the Marriage Mastery Podcast. We're excited to talk to you today. We're, we're going, going to take on a question that is one of the most common questions that I, I get, that we get, I would say. And it's a difficult one. It's a, it's a challenging question. And many people don't like the answer um, that I give, but I believe that it's the right answer. Otherwise, I wouldn't give it, obviously. Um, <laughs> So that question is, uh, what do I do when I want to work on my marriage, but my spouse doesn't? Um, I used to actually believe that, um, that in order to save a failing marriage, this was a long time ago, um, but I used to actually believe that to, in order to save a failing marriage, that both a husband and a wife needed to be willing to work on their marriage. I have since changed my attitude. Um, I, I used to believe that, and I think that a lot of people would um, assume that's the case. I, a lot of people I talk to assume that's the case. Mm-hmm. But, but in my experience, even just when one person is wanting to save the relationship, they can, be, they can influence the relationship in such a powerful way that it can really turn their turn the relationship around. Um, and it's pretty rare that you get a husband and a wife who both want to work on the marriage at the same time. Usually it's one or the other. And so I want to explain how, what I found is the, the best, most effective way to navigate this when you want to work on your marriage, but your spouse doesn't. Um, the very most effective way to navigate this so that you don't alienate your spouse so you don't drive your spouse away from you um, and you give your, yourself the best chance of, of improving your marriage. So what happens a lot of times with husbands and wives when they're fighting all the time and, and you know, early on in the marriage, a lot of times it's the, it's the wife that wants help. They want, they're the ones, and, and I'd say the majority of the time it's the wife that's that reaches out to me that wants help. I would say probably about 60, 65% of the time, maybe 70% of the time, um, the wife is reaching out to me and the husband wants nothing to do with therapy or help or counseling, coaching, whatever. And then about 30 to 30 to 40% of the time, it's the husband. Um, but early on in the struggles, it's oftentimes the wife that wants the help. And then later, when it's like divorce time, when when the wife is 
committed to divorce or just is done with the relationship, then the husband wakes up and says, "Uh oh, I better do something or I'm going to lose my spouse. And then they seek help. And what's scary is um, more often than not, when a wife checks out, she is checked out. Um, That's not to say that she can't come back, but it's much harder to get a wife to check back into a marriage than it is to get a husband to check back in. A husband is more um, more likely to check out sooner, but also much more likely to check back in, whereas a wife will oftentimes stick it out much longer than a husband. But then when she finally checks out, ooh, it's hard to get her to check back in. She's kind of given it all she has, and, and she is done. And so, again, that's not to say that she can't check back in, but it's it's less likely. And so um, the way to handle this is, is, and this sounds, this is the, the answer that most people don't want, is you really just have to worry about yourself. You really just have to pray for your spouse and leave your spouse in God's hands and work on your own self-improvement. You somehow, however, however you need to do it, you need to get to a point where you're willing to let your spouse just live this, be their own person, make their own decisions. Even if those decisions hurt you, you just need to let them be themselves, let them be their own person. And you need to get the help that you need to become the best spouse you can be. This, that's a hard thing for a lot of people to accept Um, that's a hard thing because it's it's particularly frustrating what happens a lot of times is you know a a husband or a wife will come and ask for help and I'll give them some suggestions on ways they can improve and they start doing those things and then they get angry because they're the only one working on the marriage and their spouse isn't (laughs) yeah so then Oftentimes they'll try to teach their spouse what they've been learning or they'll try to um, guilt their spouse into making some changes. And, and as they do this, what they're doing is they're really just kind of driving them, their spouse away. Um, their their um, spouse is digging their hills in because they're trying, to, <clears throat> they're trying to manipulate their spouse into changing their behavior. And... Uh, we all have within ourselves this desire to be our own person, to make our own decisions. And uh, we call that agency. Um, we all have this innate desire to be, to, to make our own decisions. And, you know, some of that, some of that can be driven by pride, like a lack of humility, but a lot of it is just that we, that's a gift that God gave us. Um, that is so important that I think our spirits really desire that freedom to make our own decisions. And when a spouse comes, for example, when my wife comes to me and tries, you know, tries to get me to change, my initial response is dig my heels in. No, I'm not, nobody can make me change. That's my decision. And, and so what happens a lot of times is when a, when a spouse, um, you know, wants to, wants to change the marriage, they want, they're 
they are willing to make the changes themselves, make the changes to their own life, but they want to see their spouse making changes as well. And when they don't, they feel the need to step up and try to force it. And it almost never goes well. Yeah. Like you say, that's it's so common. That's especially when you're you're married and you know, you want to be fixing this together. Because optimally, if you were both working on it, it would get done maybe twice as fast or three times faster, right? Right, right. Um, but realistically, kind of like you pointed out earlier, more often than not, it's one one or the other is interested in getting things to change and it doesn't line up with, you know, when the other spouse wants to change. Um, but the, as soon as you try and coerce your spouse or anything like that, yeah, that's when you're going to get a ton of pushback. If you can just keep your, it's hard, but if you can keep your nose down and just, you know, plug away at, at your side, you'll, you'll, it's amazing how much more success you have when you kind of let go of what your spouse needs to change and do um, and just focus on you, you can make some big progress. And then more often than not, what happens is your spouse is inspired, you know, by the changes that they see in you, by the, the different and better person that you become. And slowly, you know, they start convincing themselves. And that's that's far more effective than you trying to convince them, especially when your marriage is struggling. Yeah, absolutely. There's going to be a different. Um, there's going to be a different chemistry. There's going to be a different atmosphere um, in your marriage. There's going to be a different um, attitude and and stuff when when your spouse the one that's digging their heels in um, realizes and feels that you're not trying to change them anymore, that you're really just working on yourself. Uh, that's going to change a lot of things. Now here's how some spouses respond to that. Some spouses respond to that by softening their hearts and a desire grows within them to make the change uh, as well, like to, to work on themselves. And then some spouses will actually kind of do the opposite, and it's kind of weird. Um, so let's let's say hypothetically that you let's let's say that you are the the wife in the relationship, and you seek out help to change, and you commit to letting your husband just do his own thing. You're leaving him in God's hands to to work on. And you're going to work on yourself. And you start making some major improvements. And he starts to see that. Well, something happens within him. And I believe it's almost like the Spirit, the Holy Ghost, is poking him saying, hey, now it's time for you to change. Or maybe it's not the Holy Ghost, but maybe it's his own Spirit who's saying, hey, I want to change. But his own you know, bad habits and other things um, trying to keep him from changing and so sometimes what happens is a, a, a 
a spouse, in this case, a husband, will feel this desire to change and they'll humble themselves and they'll say, okay, it's time for me to change. And sometimes they'll dig their heels in and they'll fight back. And sometimes they'll say, and they may not even know consciously that they're doing this, but sometimes they'll actually start attacking the wife or the spouse for improving and try to get them to stop improving. And that sounds weird, but it's almost as if they, they think that, well, if I can get my spouse to stop making this improvement, then I don't need to make changes. Right. If I, yeah. if my wife is improving, then I feel guilty for not, if my wife is trying, then I feel guilty for not trying. If my wife is improving, I feel guilty for not improving, but if I can get her to stop, then I don't have to change and I'm off the hook. And so what often happens, and it's weird, but what often happens is that, you know, a wife starts to improve and the husband starts making fun of her, starts fighting back, criticizing her, and it almost gets worse before it gets better. Not almost. Sometimes it really gets worse before it gets better. But you just need to know that this is part of the process. This is part of what happens. It's normal. Um, you just got to stay the course, just keep improving, just keep working on it and just keep, you know, loving your spouse and leaving your spouse in the hands of God. You can pray for your spouse, but don't try to do Don't try to fix him. Let, let God do his job and let God work on him. And um, through the Holy Ghost and through, you know, God will know the best way to gently go about and help or maybe not so gently go about and help your spouse to to get to a place where they can make changes on occasion a spouse is just unwilling to change they're just digging their heels in and they just will not no matter how much good you do they just will not change and um, that's a difficult position to be in um, at that point that's when you have to start saying okay how long am I willing to live like this how long am I willing to improve myself while my spouse continues to uh, do the opposite? I, for me, uh, I've just, I've made the decision that in my marriage that I'm willing to do that until death, as long as there's not abuse and there's not infidelity and those types of things. Then even if my wife wasn't willing to try in our marriage, but I was, I, I've made a covenant to my wife for eternity and I'm willing. Um, and you know, I say that now, maybe, maybe I wouldn't have the same attitude if, if our marriage was really miserable, but we've, we've got a pretty good marriage these days. Um, <clears throat> but I've, I've made the commitment to myself and to God that as long as there's not abuse and there's, as long as there's not continued infidelity and those types of things, then I'm willing to put my best efforts into our marriage, even if my wife doesn't until I die for eternity. And, and, but for you, you just have to decide, okay, how long am I willing to do this? Is it two years? Is it five years? Is it 10 years? Is it forever? Um, but you just keep working on yourself and you keep letting your spouse do their thing. What I found is that sometimes it's a week, sometimes it's a month, sometimes it's a year, sometimes it's multiple years, but usually their spouse comes around and they start making changes and they start making improvements and you can start getting on the same page. 
um, and start really making some progress on your marriage. Um, marriages fail because uh, there's two people, unhealthy and imperfect people, that are um, are. It's like you take two unhealthy people and you mix them and you try to create healthy out of two unhealthy people. It just doesn't work. And you you take two unhealthy people and you mix them and usually what you get is more unhealthiness, more dysfunction. So the way to do it is you work on making your getting yourself as healthy as possible, as good as possible by through self improvement, and then you leave your spouse in God's hands to to improve on their own as well. And and it's hard to do. It's the but it's the the adult thing to do. It's the more mature thing to do. And it's the best way in my experience to um, help get your get your marriage back on track. I've seen books out on the market that give advice on how to manipulate your spouse to get your spouse to do what you want. I would suggest to you that that is the wrong way to do it. <laughs> but it sounds so much better. <laughs> Yeah, now that that is one of the the harder parts about um, fixing a marriage. I think is realizing that you can't fix your spouse. Like you can, you know, you can talk them into going to therapy and all kinds of stuff, but in, until they're willing to actually step up and change, it's just there's very little you can do. Yeah except work on yourself and make those strides in your own life. And kind of like you were talking about, uh, most of us, when we got married, um, regardless of how you, you were married or who married you, you made some pretty big promises. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, sometimes it's, it's good to use those as motivation. Like, if you said, you know, in sickness or health or, you know, whatever, um, or kind of like you s said, you know, you've, you've made some promises for eternity and regardless of how your spouse acts, you still have an opportunity to improve and bless their life. And, um, and even if you just improve, the marriage improves. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, one thing that I, that we talk about that we coach people on is, is how to learn to communicate effectively. And the things that I suggest are to, um, you know, make eye contact, turn toward the person, toward your spouse when they're talking to you and, uh, talk less than 25% of the time. And when you do talk, you ask questions to help you understand and clarify the um, conversation that you uh -oh. <clears throat> my wife just let the dog out and I think she's running all around the house searching for me all right um, so you you listen you you not only listen with your ears but you listen with your body language your eye contact you're facing the person you're asking clarifying questions um and then 
like all of the, these things help communicate to the person that they are being heard and that you care. If you just do that one thing effectively, you will be blown away at how it changes the attitude in your marriage, how much better your marriage will go just from that one thing. Mm-hmm. So if you're making these types of changes, you will be blown away at how at the response that you get from your spouse and from most, most of the time, not all the time, but most of the time. And if you can just do these things consistently over time, more often than not, within a few weeks to a few months, maybe a, maybe a year at the longest, you really start to see some big changes. Can you hear my dog? No. Oh, okay. She's whining at the door trying to get into me because she really wants. All right. Um, so anyway, yeah, those are, I think, good suggestions. Um, I think that's the, the best step that you can take in improving your marriage when your spouse doesn't want to work with you. Now, the ideal is that you've got a husband and a wife who both want to work on it and are both willing to try. But like I said, most of the time, that's not the case. And so this is the next option. You just, you do the best for yourself, working on yourself, and you let your spouse just do their own thing. You give your spouse their agency. You don't try to control. You don't try to manipulate. And you pray for them. And Mm -hmm. you do your, you, you get the help that you need to make the necessary changes you need. And, um, and just have patience and uh, usually it works out well and it it kind of works on the principle of taking responsibility right right when you take responsibility um good things happen if you try and assign you know like pass responsibility over to someone else and blame them um that that leaves you in a very powerless position if if everything, if every problem in your marriage really is your spouse's fault and you have zero culpability, like no responsibility whatsoever, then there's nothing you can do. There's like, you're completely powerless. But if you re- realize and recognize that there are things that you can improve, that you're not a perfect person, um, and there's ways you can change and take responsibility and, and ownership and, and work on those things then you know you've got a lot of things that you can you can work on and things can get massively better and like you say there's kind of some chain reaction things in working on your marriage um where when you start communicating better with your spouse it's amazing how much more responsive they are when you're on the same wavelength yeah yep i agree well, can you hear my dog now? Not really. Oh, that's good. She found me and she's like <laughs> very, very adamant that I give her attention. Yeah. She's yeah. not not real thrilled that I'm, I'm not paying attention to her. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, cool. Well, thank you, Phil, for, for your uh, feedback on that. I, I just think this is one of the most frustrating things I think that, that a lot of people deal with. Uh, at least early on that, you know, they, they really care a lot about their relationship and it doesn't feel like their spouse does. And I'd suggest that that's not the case. It's not that your spouse doesn't care. There are a lot of, 
a lot of things that go into why a spouse may not want to work on on your marriage um and usually it's most of the time they your spouse cares um, but oftentimes they don't know what to do they don't know how to change maybe they've tried to change and failed in the past maybe they don't realize how serious the relationship is because they don't feel quite the same way as you do or it, it can be a variety of reasons but um, do your best and get the help that you need and pray for your spouse and then let God take care of the rest and, and that really is the best thing now you as a <clears throat> as a spouse it is okay for you to suggest to your your husband or your wife um, changes that may need to be made in your relationship it is okay for you to suggest that hey maybe we need help but when the response from your spouse is not positive at that point say okay they're not in a in a place to receive direction or criticism or or even hear my opinion from me so i'm going to pray for him and i'm going to let i'm going to let god take care of it um so you giving a suggestion here there that there's that's fine but but to a point like that's fine up until it's not accepted it's not um you know received well and then at that point you say okay it's I'll, i'm going to turn this one over to god and i'm going to work on myself and uh I really do think that that's the most effective way to go about it. That's the most effective way that's it's worked in my marriage. And I would say that um, the of the couples of the people that I've coached in the past who have done that, that's been the best way, the best response for them and, and for their spouse. So, all right. Well, I think that we've, we've, uh, what is that? effectively <laughs> yeah i was gonna say uh oh feed a feed a fed horse i couldn't remember what it was i think we've fed a, a fed horse all right anyway okay well thanks for joining us today for the podcast hopefully this conversation was helpful um hopefully that this gives you an idea of where to start on your marriage if you really want to improve your marriage but your spouse just isn't on board maybe this is a good place to start uh, if you need some coaching, if you need some help, and, and you want some some advice on where to go from here, um, you can reach out to us. Uh, go to AbundantLifeMentoring.com, and you can sign up for our courses. You can sign up for coaching, and we'd be happy to help you to navigate this difficult situation. Uh, a lot of times it's easier uh, to, you know, maybe you know what the right steps are, but you just want to have someone that you can talk to. You can want to have someone that can help um, kind of help you navigate the challenges that may, may occur, or maybe you just need a little bit of an accountability partner. Sometimes that's the case. Well, you can sign up for coaching with us and we can be that for you. Or you're of course, welcome to find a good therapist in your area. Um, the last episode we talked about kind of some things that you may look for in a, in a good therapist. Um, and any of those options are fine, but I would encourage you to get some help, get some outside help and support that can really help you as you try to piece your marriage back together. So, all right. Well, thank you for joining us for the podcast. If you enjoyed it, don't forget to subscribe and please also share with your friends. And if you would leave us a review, um, those reviews help other people find us and listen and, um, anyway, so 
Who's that? Thank you for joining us. We'll see you on the next episode.